Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm so thankful that you are choosing to hang out with me for a little bit. Today, we are going to talk about some ways and tips and tricks and methods on how to increase those pesky story views. And I don't know one person who isn't interested in this, including myself, and I'm not saying that I have all of the answers at all, because, and as you're going to hear, there are days where I too am scratching my head wondering if I'm shadow banned or if everybody just decided to all of a sudden hate my guts and not watch my stuff. But I know deep down that engagement ebbs and flows and what goes down must come back up. All the things, as long as you keep showing up, I've definitely learned that over the years. And also through a lot of testing and growing my own business, I have found that there are totally things that exist and little strategies that you can do to give yourself that boost of engagement, especially when you really need it, which you might be thinking, well, I always need engagement. Yeah, but there are certain times where you, you know, you're maybe launching something or you're talking about something more important business-wise than maybe you were last week or yesterday. So yeah, I've learned a few things along the way that have helped me to boost engagement to make sure that the max amount of people are going to be seeing my stories moving forward. All right, so that is what we're going to talk about here in a bit. And yeah, I get this question a lot. I get a lot of people messaging me a bit stressed and and understandably so. Like my story views have gone down. Did I do something wrong or how can I fix them or my story views are all over the place. One day they're in the thousands or the upper hundreds, the next they're in the lower hundreds. Am I shadow banned? I get questions like that pretty often. So yeah, in this episode, I plan on sharing what I've learned over the years, my own tips and tricks that that help me, again, get the most amount of story views or give me a boost to my story views if I feel like they are lower than usual. I'm also going to coach you on story engagement in general because it's helpful to understand the big picture and how it all works, how the algorithm works, so that you can rig it in your favor and so that you don't stress too, too much when your views seem to be on the lower end because it's going to happen. Those numbers are going to ebb and flow no matter what. So if you freak out every time that happens, it's just not going to be a good time for you. So I'm hoping that 
this episode is going to give you some actionable tools and tips, but also put your mind at ease as well. Before we dive any deeper, I want to take a quick second to tell you about my free resource for you called The Vault. The Vault is your one-stop shop for my best freebies to help you blow your business up on social media. So we all love a good freebie. I take pride in my freebies. I put a lot of work into them. I make them as juicy as possible. These are no-fluff freebies. So what I wanted to do to make it easy for you so you didn't have to go and like search through podcasts or search through links or whatever, I wanted to put them all in one place for you so that you can kind of pick and choose what you want. And that is what The Vault is is. All right. So any new resource that I make in the future will also be added to the vault as they're created. So if you have enjoyed any of my freebies or you're curious or about any of them, or you want them all, all you have to do is click the link in the show notes or in the link in my bio on Instagram at Allie I Reeves, and you'll be added to the vault. All right, now back to stories. So here's why stories are so beneficial for your business. And you probably already know this, but maybe I might spark another idea for you too, or another reason to motivate you to give it your best in your stories, because it really is one of our very best tools that we have at our fingertips for free to build relatively fast, like know and trust with people that could buy from you or join your team or subscribe to your blog or whatever your conversion goal is. So like live video, stories, like I said, are the easiest way to build trust with your audience other than them actually meeting you in person. It is very similar because they see and they hear you in kind of real time, depending on when they catch your stories. And listen, all video is great, but stories are even better than than a live video or a pre-recorded video because it gives insight into the behind the scenes of your life and your business, which if you haven't noticed yet, people are so madly interested in. Everybody wants to know what's really going on behind the scenes and what somebody's life really looks like. This is why reality TV is such a hit. And in my personal experience, it is the times that I share personal stories or you know, the behind the scenes. It's always those kind of stories and content that gets the max amount of engagement for me. And we're going to talk more about that. So when I'm teaching or mentoring on this, I always explain stories as it relates to your business like this. I want you to start thinking of your feed as your storefront, okay? So pretend somebody's walking down a street and they're walking by all of these beautiful storefronts and these are separate Instagram profiles. Your storefront needs to be a beautiful example and balanced example of what you are all about, not just about your business, but you as a human, as a business owner, as a center of your brand, it needs to demonstrate that it's going to be beautiful. It's going to have some sort of flow to it. It's going to, again, be balanced and curated. And that's great. That's initially what is going to make somebody want to walk through the door, aka follow you and look around your store. But what I think is what ultimately is going to push somebody to want to work with you or buy from you versus somebody else that sells what you do is what's happening behind the scenes, which are your stories. So if your feed is your storefront, 
I want you to think of your stories as back of the house, back office, right? Your stories are what makes all the other things look good. And sometimes that's not always pretty. It's how how we make it work over here. <laughs> sometimes it's fun and high vibe and you're going to events or you're traveling and, and working with the best clients in the world. Other times you're stuck at home, your kid's sick, you're stressed, you're dealing with an eye infection like I am. <laughs> Anybody who watches my stories knows that it's all good, but right, like it's the real, it's behind the scenes. That is what is going to make somebody again connect with you faster, thus making them want to work with you versus somebody else. So, if you are wanting to use your social media as a way to generate income in your business, whether you're an influencer or you have your own business or you're part of an MLM business, using your stories strategically will benefit you greatly in building that critical no like, and trust factor that must be present. (laughs) You have to have that to get the sales, the subscribers, the affiliate clicks, whatever that conversion is for you. You have to build the trust in stories is what I think one of the best, fastest ways to build that that we have access to right now. All right, so here are some of my tips that I've learned along the years to get the max amount of story views or boost my story views if they are a little low. All right, and these are in no particular order. I did write them down from like kind of high level strategy to more specific, like, you know, do this type deal. So you'll probably notice that. Otherwise, no particular order. Pick and choose what you will. And yeah, more importantly, show up, get in your stories. Okay. So number one, engaging on Instagram in general is going to beget more Instagram, more engagement for you. That's just how the algorithm works. Instagram, all of these platforms, their number one goal is to have all users to spend the max amount of time on that platform. So the more that you are active on the platform, you're engaging on other people's stories, you're engaging on comments, you're maybe doing some hashtag research and engagement there, you know, you're just kind of playing on the app. You're being seen versus popping in and out. That is likely going to give you some sort of boost in engagement. Now, listen, I get it. Some days you cannot have your head in your phone and be on Instagram. Most days that may not be the case, but if you can maybe be intentional, like if you have a super, super important story that you need the max amount of people to see, then maybe you can plan on that morning popping in and out or just different parts of the day intentionally getting some time in on the app, that's likely going to get you a higher reach in your stories, which means Instagram is going to push your stories out to more people, which naturally will lead to higher story views. Also, as a business owner and somebody who wants to utilize social media as a way to generate sales and leads, you do want to do your best to pop into stories consistently. Now, 
not, I didn't say constantly, okay? Consistently, not constantly. And it doesn't necessarily have to be every day, but as much as you can. I try really hard to pop in at least once once a day with my face. Hey, this is what I'm working on. Here's a tip for you. This is a thought that I had. This is the illness that this family is going through now that my kid has <laughs> gone to school. You know, just coming on, being seen. And Instagram's gonna reward you for that too because you are taking the time, you're showing up, you're being consistent, you're gonna get more love. Also, I, I know that I've said so many times and I'll probably keep saying it here, engagement begets engagement. It's, it's like, think of building momentum. All right. Whenever you show up once a week, it's like you you push a car a little bit. It kind of starts rolling, and then as soon as it's about to pick up some men- some momentum, you disappear for a few days or a week, and then you try and do it again. It's always harder to pick back up or to begin that momentum rather than to maintain it. So maybe that's a better way to start thinking about your engagement, not only in your stories, but your posts too. And this is why I preach all the time on showing up when you can and posting quality over quantity. So You do not have to post all day, every day, just because you have the time, or even if you don't, don't feel that pressure, but pop in, take people on your journey. They call it stories for a reason. So sometimes that's a helpful way for me to think about it too. What can I share? Even little small moments can I share throughout my day just to give a glimpse, you know, peeling back the curtain a bit, showing you, hey, this is what I have going on. This is how I started my day. This is what I'm working on now. This is what happened in between. This is how I'm wrapping it up. And it's not always perfect. I don't always get to give full snapshots of the day, nor do I want to sometimes. But I think of it like that. And yeah, it does feel mildly indulgent sometimes, sometimes majorly indulgent. But you just have to remember, it works. And I think about whenever I'm feeling like, gosh, I'm I'm oversharing, which yes, you can overshare. So it's good to be self-aware always. But I just think about the stories that I enjoy watching and the people that I do follow on social media. I love when they take me on the journey of their day. Even sharing little mundane things, it's just, it's interesting. I think so. So I think about that and it helps me to kind of get over this whole idea of who cares? Why would I share this? Who cares that I'm I'm going through XYZ or I'm doing this right now or feeling like I'm bragging or whatever? It's just you're taking people on the journey, period. All right. So do that. And when you are taking people on your journey. Let's say it's a new day, you're getting up, you have a list of things that you want to or you need to share in your stories, okay? And let's say that one of those things in your story, you would rank high priority of importance. You need the max amount of people to see this particular story. Maybe you're selling, maybe you're teasing something, you need people to get on a wait list, whatever the thing is. My next tip for you is to start with the most important story first. Kick it off with that. 
I think it's a mistake when people sit down and they get in their stories and they kind of are just like, hey, how's it going? We're doing this today. And oh, by the way, I had this random thought and this is the creamer that I'm using in my coffee. And two, three minutes later, they're finally getting around to, oh, by the way, I have this massive thing to tell you. And I get why people do that because it does feel a little weird kicking off a conversation like, yo, I'm selling XYZ. But if that thing is important, if that thing is something you believe in, again, we want the max amount of people to see it. And by multiple slides, you've likely lost some of your people because they're busy, they had something else come up, and they didn't realize that you had something important to share because you didn't kick it off with that. So what I do is anytime that I have something that I need you to watch because it's something that interests you and your business or it's going to help you in some way, I will start with that first or in one of the first slides. And at the very, very least, let's say for whatever reason, I have to talk about something else. I will on the very first slide, the very first story that I come on and record, I will put with text on the screen, hey, I'm about to talk about this thing that you really need in two seconds. So sound on. I'll let you know, I will tease, hey, I'm about to talk about this. Sometimes I even say, I'm about to talk about this, this, and this, and I will give you a breakdown so that if you are interested in one of those things, then you will stay on and listen. And I've tried this both ways because I think there is something to say for almost surprising people with what you're about to talk about because maybe somebody doesn't realize that they need to hear you talk about this specific subject, right? Like maybe you have this big sale and somebody hasn't bought from you yet, so they don't know that they're interested in this sale. So maybe you want to do some sort of story to pre-qualify somebody like, hey, if you are struggling with XYZ, did you know that there's a tool for that or a product for that or a service for that. And right now there's a sale. I I see value in that too. And I've, te- like I said, I've tested it both ways, but I've noticed personally, whenever I give people a heads up on that first story, I'm about to talk about this or I'm about to, you could even tease it. You could say, Hey, I'm about to talk about something that is going to help you do blank. And then I'll, I'll go into the pitch. You know what I mean? So just pause before you hit post, put yourself in your ideal client's shoes and ask yourself, you should always be doing this anyway, ask yourself, what would make my person, my ideal client stay on and listen longer? What could I put in this caption? What could I say on this first slide to spark curiosity and make them want to listen? And then at that point, get to the point fast. Social media, people on social media, we we all want, we want the juice like now, like yesterday, like fast. So practice, and this is hard for people that are long-winded like moi, this takes some practice and some massive self-awareness and watching yourself back and being like, wow, that took me 1,100 stories to wrap it up when I could have probably explained it in uh, four. So 
it takes some practice, but get to the point. Because the longer you take to get to something, the longer you take to explain something, you're just going to lose more people. And that is normal. It's going to happen all the time. You could be talking about the most amazing thing in the world, the best tip in the world, the best drama in the world that normally we keep on the most amount of people and people are still going to drop off because of a million different reasons. So you're always going to lose people. That's normal. But the faster you get to the point and then use your captions to complement what you're saying, to spark curiosity, to let them know, hey, hang on, I'm about to get to the point or I'm about to share with you something mind-blowing, the more people that you're going to retain. Now, my next tip for you is if you are ever struggling for what to talk about in your stories, like you you know that you probably need to show your face, you need to pop in, you have a few minutes and you want to come on, but you don't want to waste anybody's time and just talk about nothing, which I, I feel that. What I do is I ask myself, like, what is one tip that I can share today? What's just one thing? What's something that I've learned recently? What's something that I've done recently as it relates to to my business that I know will help my ideal client? Business-related or, or otherwise, your ideal client is not just interested, obviously, in, in your industry and what you sell. She is a human who is interested in a wide variety of subjects. And you should know that if you're tapped into your ideal client. So ask yourself, what what is something? So it could be something business related, that's great. Or it could be something related to a recipe, a little life hack, home hack, a mom tip. It could be anything. So that's what I do. What's something that I can share, even if it's something really simple? And listen, it's I'm I'm always pleasantly surprised the response and engagement I get from even the most simple tips. There are so many times I've sat here and I almost didn't share something in my stories because I'm like, oh, everybody knows this, or I've talked about this before, or this is too simple, or whatever. We all get in our own heads. This is normal. But I'll just come on and I'll I'll share it anyway. And there's always somebody who's like, whoa, didn't know that. Thank you so much. And usually it's multiple people. But even if it's just one, even if it's just one person that you positively impacted with this simple tip or hack or whatever, that should be worth it. And it's just, again, a way for you to pop in, show your face, be seen, give value. And even if most of your people already knew that or already heard it, it's not like they're going to be like, Oh my gosh, how dare she share something that I learned years ago, unfollow. That's not going to happen. They're just going to be like, oh yeah, that's a good reminder. Or, oh yeah, that is a great tip and keep it moving. Another thing that I will do often too, if I'm struggling to think of something to talk about is I will think about the women that I'm working with. So for you, this could be a client, a prospect, a customer. I will think back on our conversations and I'll I'll try and think of a question that I've been asked recently, something that I've coached somebody through recently. Because if one woman or one customer, prospect, whatever that is for you, has a question, you can bet many 
other women do. So yeah, that's, that's another great way. And, um, I guess mode for fishing out topic ideas to talk about either in content as a whole or just on your stories. So my next tip for you is to remember to not only talk about your business. Try and share some personal stuff too. And you do not have to get too personal. You do not have to. Yeah, if it makes you uncomfortable, don't talk about it. There's no reason. There are plenty of people who have great followings and successful businesses who don't talk about their marriage, who don't talk about their children, who don't show their children, but they give little glimpses and it almost gives the illusion like like you're friends with them, you know what's going on. And I think that I'm one of these people. I don't come on crazy often on my stories. I talk heavily about business for sure. And I do balance it to an extent with some personal stuff, but I don't think I overshare. I'm sure I have in the past. I'm sure there's been some at some point where I did overshare on something and you live and learn. But I've just noticed that when you can balance out your content and offer a just again, a peek behind the curtain, it builds that trust faster in my experience. And what I've learned is at the most basic level, people want to relate to other people. Your ideal client wants to relate to other people like them, other people not like them, and you. So if you only show up talking about business, or if you only show up when life is, quote, perfect or really good, or your hair is perfect, or you just had like a massive launch and you hit your sales goal, you run the risk of not being relatable. And I'm going to talk about like not being afraid to toot your horn too. So don't worry, I promise you. But I've done this. This is a mistake that I, I've made because I don't love personally being my, in my stories all day, every day. I've got a business to run. I have a family, have friends. I, I want to live my life. But the, I've noticed that you know, I would get messages from people like, you have it all together or how do you do X, Y, Z without, I don't know. Like I would get these messages that made me realize, okay, Clearly, I am portraying a false, unrealistic picture here, and that's not cool. I don't want anybody to think that it's always rainbows and sunshine, or I always get up at 5 a.m., or I always get a workout in, or you know, whatever, because it's not true. But for me, it's those times when I am killing it that I have more energy, I'm in a better mood, and I'm more likely to pop in my stories. So that took me having kind of taking a step back and and looking at the big picture and saying, okay, I need to be more mindful of coming on and sharing the ugly too. Not oversharing, but just being real. And oftentimes that, that means talking about some personal stuff, how I'm feeling, how I'm dealing with business, how I'm dealing with whatever. So yeah, it's just when I do that, I feel like I form better relationships with you. I'm giving you a more honest representation of what's really going on. 
And the reason why I share this as a tip for you is I get way more engagement, way more engagement. Anytime I come on and talk about something personal or I don't know, real, it just gets more engagement. It's it's that relatability. I don't know. People want to help. People want to offer an opinion. So yeah, as somebody who has done it both ways, I definitely recommend to try and balance it out. Don't just talk about your biz. Don't just show up when life is great and looks good and story perfect, whatever that is. Just take people on the dang journey and be honest about it because you will notice faster trust being built and more engagement. And the other side of this, which is my next tip for you to boost your engagement in your stories, is if you are genuinely living your best life, like this is an incredible season for you in business, in your relationships, what have you, don't be afraid to show up and share that either. Don't be afraid to toot your horn. Most people love aspirational content because it is motivating. All right. If somebody sees you showing up, living your best life, looking good, drinking your water, feeling more positive than usual. And if somebody has a problem with that, that's about them. You can't control that. But I never want you to feel like, wow, life's really good right now. I haven't been sick lately or haven't shared drama in a while. So I need to manufacture some so I can seem relatable. No, 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 no. We do not do that because here's the deal. And you know this, something's going to come around the corner. And I'm not saying you need to manifest that or put that out into the universe, but it's life. We are humans. Something's a kid, your child's going to bring home a bug. Something's going to like, it's life happens period. So you don't need to go and pretend or manufacture any kind of false negativity in your life because why would you want to do that? Why would you want to attract more of that in your life? And and your people don't need that. If your person is your person, they will be clapping for you. They will be crying with you. They will be going through life and understanding where you're at in that place. If they're not, then they're not your person. And there are a lot of people out there who aren't, but it's not something you can control. So I just want you to, I guess you can summarize both of those tips as show up how you honestly are. If life is a little crazy right now, share it. If life is beautiful and perfect and really flowing, share that too. Because there's somebody out there that needs to see both and that will relate to both or be excited about the aspirational piece and it's going to get them out of their funk and it's going to keep them moving forward and trying harder or want to work with you or whatever. All right. My next question for you, this is such a good one. This is like probably, I don't know. I mean, all of these work hand in hand, but if I had to rank one of these tips as maybe the one that will probably generate the most engagement for you because this is how it works for me. If you're looking for a boost of engagement, ask your followers a question or even better, ask for their opinion. Whoa, people love 
to give their opinion. People love to share their story, especially us women. Okay, we know this. So just keep that in your arsenal. You don't have to do it every day. You don't have to be like, hey, what's it? You know, whatever. Just if you're running out of things to talk about, if your story views have been down a little bit and you're looking for a little boost because you know that you need to talk about something important coming up soon, ask your people to share their opinion on something. Bonus points if it's a polarizing topic, if you feel called to do that, because you're going to be mind blown. I have on here too to use question stickers and polls when appropriate. So I would just ask yourself, okay, is this something that I'm wanting people to DM me or is this something that I'm wanting people to answer in a poll? If it's a light, fluffy question, do a poll, right? Because, you know, if you're asking like a this or that type question, something that's that's really easy for people to answer and again, light and fluffy, ask it in a poll. If it's something like you're looking, you're asking opinions on a specific brand or something a little longer yet short, you can put a question sticker up. All of these are tools for you to use as it makes sense. So you don't always have to throw up the question sticker. You don't always have to do a poll, but you just have to discern what makes the most sense. And if it's something that's a little bit more long-winded, you want people to share their stories, then just tell them to DM you because all of that counts obviously as engagement and We don't know exactly how the algorithm works, like how Instagram ranks certain levels of engagement as higher than others, but I would for sure assume that somebody clicking on a poll ranks a little bit lower in engagement than somebody actually sending you a DM. So you would just have to discern like what level of engagement do you need more right now or what makes the most sense for this specific question. Using location tags is another thing that you can do that can boost your engagement. But of course, just like the other tools like question sticker and polls, use them when appropriate. It's not always going to make sense to use a location tag. But if you're working at a co-working space like I'm about to do today or you're at a specific event, yeah, pop the location tag on there. Why not? You could even tag your specific city, especially if you're looking for more local people and more, you know, more local visibility on your stories. That's always a great tool in your arsenal as well. And then I believe we've gotten through all the tip. No, okay, two more, and I'm going to get through these really quick. So my second to last tip for you is try really, really hard to respond to your DMs and to build that trust and, and build that conversation with your people, especially if they're ideal client material. <laughs> and as somebody who has been growing their social media audience for a while now, for three, gosh, four years total, this gets harder as you grow, for sure. Because you're getting more engagement, you're getting more followers, you're building more relationships, which is such a blessing. But like in my specific case, I'm also running a business, I'm taking care of clients. This does get harder to do. And I hate to say that. And if you are sitting in my DMs right now and have not received a response from me, please, please, please don't be mad at me. Don't think I don't care. 
don't take it personally because I'm truly doing the best and I'm actually like growing a team so I can spend more time in my DMs because it is that important, not only to build relationships, but it also helps with your engagement too, because you're engaging with people, which is going to encourage them to keep DMing you, to keep commenting on your stuff. So it works multiple ways that's going to help your business. It's so, so valuable and important to do your best in responding to your DMs when you can and when it's possible. And then my last tip for you is don't be afraid to share your opinion or your specific perspective or viewpoint on something, even if it may be a bit polarizing or unpopular. Because if it's honest and if it's where you're at and you've thought it through and feel called to share it as an alternate perspective, somebody would like to hear it, I'm sure. It's going to likely spark engagement. And also, it's a great way to kind of filter out ideal clients and people that are a good fit to be following you or not. And I think like... Being bold and if, again, if you feel called, I'm not saying you have to do this, but if you feel called to speak up and give your two cents on whatever, do it. Because the right people, the people that see you for you, whether they agree or not, they're going to stick around, which is going to help your engagement in the long run. And the people that aren't, that for whatever reason have a problem with that and don't like it, they're going to unfollow you. And that's a good thing too, because if they're hate following you, then they're not engaging with your stuff and it's going to drag you down anyway via engagement. So just like kind of a last note there, don't be afraid to speak your mind. You don't always have to keep it vanilla or fluffy, you know? So anyway, those are my tips. Per usual, that took me way longer to get through. <laughs> I always sit down and I'm like, oh yeah, this is a this is a 20-minute podcast right here. L-O-L. Speaking of long-winded. So anyway, I share these tips because these are actual things that I have done or continue to do that have and continue to work for me right now. But what you need to understand is there is no fail-proof method, right? There's no strategy that's like, you know, fail-proof. Otherwise, we'd all be doing it. We would all have massive amounts of engagement at all times. We would have hacked it by now. Instagram knows that we're trying to figure this stuff out and it actually serves them to switch things up and keep us guessing because it keeps us showing up. It, It's the, what do they call it? The casino method where, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose and it keeps us super addicted. Yeah. And, and it, it's a business. So the reason why I say that is just understand that your reach and your engagement across all platforms, not just Instagram, not just your stories, but all platforms and modes are going to ebb and flow, period. Just last week for me, I there were a couple of days where my stories were getting a fourth of what I typically get, and I didn't stress at all because I've been doing this so long that I'm like, whatever. It, this is going to, it'll come back, and it always, always does, and right now my stories are higher engagement. 
And, and yeah, it matters what kind of content you're sharing to and, you know, what you're up to. And there's just some things that at the end of the day, you can't help it. It's just more interesting. It's more entertaining when you're out and about and you're doing things. Yeah. Right. Duh. You know that. So just understand it's going to ebb and flow. You're probably not shadow banned. Just show up, share some value, give a strong call to action and move on with your day. Oh man. Bonus, bonus tip. Oh, I meant to share this earlier. If you are still listening, you are in for a treat. This is the most random tip ever, but I always notice every time I do this one thing, I always get higher engagement. I don't know what it is. It's so random. But if you hear this, you're probably like, oh yeah, I get that. When I am doing a story and I'm walking around or I'm doing something in addition to talking, I get higher engagement versus when I'm sitting down and I prop my phone or I have my phone in like a little tripod or something and I'm just, it's just stationary. It's the same scene for multiple slides, just me talking. That nine times out of 10 will get lower engagement than if I'm getting in and out of a car or walking around my kitchen or multitasking. Now, this is important. When I'm doing this, I'm very cognizant to stay on the point and get to the point and not waste your time. And I try really, really hard to not get too sidetracked, even though I am multitasking or walking around because I know that your attention span is very short. So is mine. All of ours is right now. But yeah, that little, when you're moving around and doing something, I don't know what it is. I just think it's, it's entertaining for our eyeballs. It just kind of gives you, you get to see around people's houses or in their cars or whatever. And it's just a little bit more entertaining than again, like a stationary location where you're just talking at a camera for however many slides. So yeah, little bonus tip for you. Um, I hope this was helpful for you. And Honestly, I have nothing else to say. I've said everything that I can. I love you so much. I will see you here next week. Don't forget, if you want free resources and all the freebies that I've ever made, like the best ones and can, will continue to make for you, join the vault. It's absolutely free. You can join via the link in my bio and I will see you here next week. Mwah. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at AllieIReeves and or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.